0: And it's just like, man, like, okay, we understand everybody wants us to lose, like, we we get that, we totally hunter, we got a target on our back, like, if you win, like, (laughs) if you win two national championships in a row, I don't care what team you play for, where you're from, you got a target on your back. We understand that we're the we're the team that's like this hunting right now, but we're like we're going out and hunting people too. Like, we're not just gonna sit back and just like like we're just we're gonna come back, we're gonna come at you. So control the controllables, exactly. Oh, we're good, we're good, we're good. When are we going to try to get the Cavender twins on air? Aren't they in the WWE now? I don't know, they have a podcast now. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Invite them on, right now, Tate. Like, do you, like, what, do you, you follow them? Or, or something? <laughs> sent. It's a lot of sent. Um, before we get into this episode, we would really appreciate it if you guys took a quick second to like the video, subscribe. And feel free to leave a comment below. We'd really appreciate it. He doesn't have shorts on this week, so you guys lay out the shorts in the com- in our comments. I'm taking it easy on y'all's wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's just me and my boy Tate tonight. Yeah. Uh, we could have found some, some guests, but, you know, it's kind of getting hard. And, so, nah, we're trying to find people every, yeah. like, later on in the week. Yeah, like, it's it's all budget. You know? We get told yes early in the week, then it turns into a no, and then we're last minute trying to find somebody, so. Just me and Zelo this week. Yeah. So, first off, the Florida game. What, what what was your opinion on that game? It was really fun. Um, yeah. and, you know, first drive wasn't what we wanted it to be, but you know, we we got, we got we got we always get better um, after we kind of get punched in the mouth a little bit. But as the turnovers started rolling in, it kind of felt like the 2021 game. It was really just fun, like seeing that seeing the whole energy switch, seeing like. Their fans like went from like being loud, even when y'all went back out, and, went back out on the field for offense. Like they were still loud and into it. So, really just taking their whole like energy and like putting it on our side, and then just keep getting turnovers. So we when we, when we get one turnover, we say they come in bunches. So yep. two strip sacks, uh, four sacks on uh, total on the day. A very productive day for us, but you no, know, still that ne- Next time y'all go. We go on a long drive. Just give them a couple plays for that you all get a turnover. We need a little bit of a break over there on the sideline. Yeah, he looked at me. <laughs> he looked at me after the first one. He was like he was like, give us a couple plays. I'm like, all right, I'll <laughs> Can't make no promises. But, but um happy for Ty, man. Yeah, have uh, him and Jaywalk, uh, they both worked their tails off, especially Tyreon. Mm. You know he's been hurt a little bit uh, earlier in the season. So getting him back out there, you uh, can rush the passer. Both of them can. Bro. Like when Ty when Ty's geared up to go, he really can. Like and like we tell him all the time, like he like he's lazy during practice, but like when he wants to cut when he wants to cut it on, like they're not on the bus. Sometimes, bro, we go back and watch. And just like, tell Jaywalk like, we're doing third down period, and Jaywalk's mugged up as a backer. I'm just thinking about something. like, here we go. Like, bro, get on the edge. Leave me alone. So I'm saying, I like I like it in the phone booth with these bigger guys. How much confidence do you like? What what difference does it make knowing that the offense is starting fast and like they're getting things going? Does that give y'all a different kind of confidence? Does that change anything for y'all? Oh uh, yeah, really, just wanting to get y'all the ball back. Honestly, like that's that's our that's our biggest um, objective. Anytime we go out on the field, as the D line, uh, if a team gets th- three or less on the first play, we we feel like that's a win. So, mm-hmm. anytime we can get them behind the sticks and get them from getting that first that, that first down, we always feel like we're doing something right. So, mm-hmm. really, just getting you guys the ball back, getting Carson the ball back, letting them get in the rhythm. Uh, whether it's giving the ball to Dejan, finding Lad, well, Ladd Lad coming back. Ooh, what a game he had! We missed, I, I went over to him on the sideline after he scored that touchdown. And I was like, it's, "It's nice to finally be able to pick you up again." <laughs> <laughs> but he caught that ball, stuck his foot in the ground, and it, it was oh yeah, it was over there. Coach i talking about don't stick the ball, up, not fourth down. I was like, <laughs> not, "I wish you would have jumped." <laughs> I wish you would have jumped. We uh, we we've been making messing with him all week because he got caught by a end on one play. <laughs> what, he you, made he made a, a cut, and it was kind of like a like couldn't decide where to go. Ninety four for a second. No, a nineteen caught him. Oh, and okay. it was down the field, The lad was trying to figure out where he was going to go, and it took him a second. up <laughs> getting caught by 19, so we've been messing with him about that. That's the number one thing, like, for a receiver or, like, any like any guy that, like, catches the ball, like, on the screen or something, like, I know they're scared. To, to cut back in. Yeah, to, like, because like, you got four, three or four, like, 300-pound men trying to come take your head off. You better not come back across the middle. And that's why I like you you better, you better hit it, get behind your line and get back to that sideline, because if you don't, you're – you're My something. favorite part about screens is catching people not looking. Those DBs thinking they're just going to do routine I think I got I got caught by by Florida last year. Um, it was there, I think it was 58. He was playing right tackle. Dude came like and just hit me on the side of my face. I'm talking my hip. My helmet almost came. I'm like, bro, what are you? Like, but I, I see. I feel like I see how it like translates. Like that's so that's the that's the block you you always uh, hope and dream oh, for. Yeah. Like nobody's looking. Like Ernest. Bam! Did y'all say Ernest? Ernest, block on a, on a screenplay? It's been everywhere. Oh my God. I heard about it, but I didn't oh my see God. It. When I was talking to Russ last night, he was like, he threw him into the stands, like he threw him out of the stadium. Nah, so I, I didn't see it. He came, the kid came off the ground. Whoever that DB was came off the ground. It was <laughs> EG Quickslam, DM. Because in our offensive line room, we do this thing. It's called uh, Chicken Truck of the Week. And um, it's basically who has the biggest hit in the game. And he came off the sideline after that drive. He said, "I hope y'all know I just want it." <laughs> did he? Did he like? Um, it was. I was seeing it everywhere. Like, did Jeff Saturday say anything about it? Because I know he so always so? does the no. Uh, oh yeah, I think so. He always does like the pancake. Know Cole uh, Kublik tweeted it out. The Joe Moore Award tweeted it out. Yeah. So CBS, you yeah, yeah. saw them. It got a good bit of viewership, so that was pretty cool. But yeah, he came off the sideline. He's like, "I hope y'all know I just want it." How was it struggling getting up in the stands? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> they caught a video of me doing it. Patrick has the video. <laughs> yeah, unless he was legs. I, I started cramping, tried to get up there. And then thank you to whoever was wearing that Brock Bauer jersey. I don't know who he is, but he helped me get up there. He was pulling me. I had my pads undone. Like, they were unbuckled. So, he started, like, pulling me by the, my shoulder. And my pads started, like, coming. Just start sinking. <laughs> I was like, I'm about to fall, about to fall. And then I, like, tried to turn to sit. Mm -hmm. I caught a cramp in my hip, a cramp in my lap, my tricep. (laughs) It was a bad deal. See, I tried it 2021, and I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to try this no more. Because, number one, if I I fall trying to get back down, everybody's going to see this. And it's like like the little gravel right there, like the uh, warning track on the Mm -hmm. baseball field. So it's like, ah, it's not really. It was like I got up there. And CBS was like, "Oh, we're gonna show this," and it was just me struggling to get up in the stands. Oh, like, why did they do that to me? But yeah, that, but because in 2022, last year, I didn't do it. I like completely forgot about it. I did too. I, just I was just I was just celebrating. And this year, I was like, I'm jumping up into those stands. I, I wanted to, but I seen I, I was because I was talking. I was talking to uh, Jay Boog, uh, the plays in Florida. I was talking to uh, a couple of their D linemen, just telling them boys, "Good job, or whatever." The D line. <laughs> them boys are big. When I looked out and seen, I looked on and ninety nine, and he was towering you and trust. I said, uh, "He is huge. Yeah. That boy is massive." Yeah. What What was his measurables like? When you he's at least six eight. He has to be at least six eight. He is massive. I got out there. I was like, "Oh, that, like you." That's how you a, when a big guy looks up at somebody. Like that's how you know it's a different level of tall. Like it, like just that's like Dude, being, three, being six, with Darnell, yeah. bro. I'm a, I'm a tall person, but when I stood beside Darnell, I'm like, bro, get away from me. Like, <laughs> You make me feel small. Like, that's how I am when playing next to Mems. I was like, Mems, I hate playing next to you because when we, they take pictures of us, I look tiny. But yeah, that number 99, he was huge. He was 360, I'm pretty sure. Any any uh, trash talk out there on the field this week? Any, uh, any funny stories? Uh, trash talk, let's see. See, with me, I'm only going to talk trash if I know it's going to be disrespectful to you. I'm not just going to talk the talk. I'm, if I say something, it's going to come up with some like behind it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So one of their players looked at me and was like, So how much film y'all watching me this week? I said, None. You wasn't worth it. <laughs> he didn't, bro. He played a lot last year. Like, yeah. I thought he would have played a lot more this year, but. He didn't be able to meet that spin move last year. This year, he wasn't. I think he put on weight. You see the, um, that freshman they have, number nine? Mm-hmm. Bro, he's huge like and he didn't play a lot so i guess 88 99 88 could play yeah. 99 could play 94 could really play yeah and then one he was just they were he was all over the place That's i looked bad, i looked up i'm like bro princely has like nine tackles and this was still in the second quarter well, i cleaned the pocket on him though you see that video <laughs> <laughs> but shoot, on our side uh their right guard went to school with pop so from the first drive to almost the last time we were in they were talking stuff back and forth, so it was pretty funny. <laughs> and then trust and it trusts finishes him. Is yeah. that when you got Trust got the uh, person? Yeah. Ah. If you uh if you're a DN, if you got a sort coming to your side, don't spin back in. <laughs> Please don't. Because that's what they wait for. They are waiting for you Oh, it's sitting there with the hand right here and you are just staring, just waiting for him. because in my head I was like. Thinking, I was like, oh, he's a good pass rusher. He's not just going to run by the quarterback. He's going to fight back in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I started running. There he went. (laughs) Those are are also the plays you wait for with the offensive line. I in the pocket. Yeah. Uh, We call it discouraging the pass rusher. I think somebody almost hit me with one. It might have been Chad during practice. I I was like, I was working a move on the outside, and I just, some, some just told me to spin back in, and I just see a seven and an eight just coming at me i'm like all right here we see that's one thing i won't do that in practice like if i do it would just be like to stop your move it won't yeah, be like he, yeah he wasn't like to trying to like kill shot me or anything but it was just like, like in a game i'm coming to like take your head off like yeah. in practice it's just to stop your move just to do my job yeah because it's just like you don't do that in practice but in a game ooh, you start slobbering in the mouth seeing them <laughs> thinking about spinning back in so what's what uh what the offense run for last week we ran for like 180 something so it's always a plus isn't our goal? We rush for we want to rush for two hundred a game every week. Yeah, but yeah, that hasn't happened a couple, many times this year. But we protected the passer really well. Yeah. Um. Well, I think like three hurries. Mm-hmm. I think that's something we pride ourselves on keeping Carson clean, not letting him take unnecessary hits. Yeah. But um, something we work on a lot, as you know. For sure. But I think a lot of it's just communication because we watch film on all these other teams and it's like half their sacks come from them just not communicating and being on different pages. Like somebody thinks they're in a sort and the the guard thinks they're in a sort and the center isn't. Uh And he lets, he bypasses and free hit. Yeah. So, uh, we work a lot about work a lot on that. And I think what we do in practice helps us, helps us with that going fast and stuff. Fast is where it's really bad because you don't have time to sit there and make all your points or whatever. You kind of have a base rule for this protection and you go with it. But um, I think we've done a really good job of just wanting our one-on-ones and communicating. Yeah. Um, for, from us, uh, I know we really wanted, like I was talking about earlier in, uh, uh, in this episode, uh, really wanted to get out the quarterback. He hadn't really had a whole lot of product- productivity in that, um, in that aspect of the game. So really wanted to just disrupt Graham, and I feel like we really did that. We um, took away uh, most of his big targets. Uh, Pearsall, who's a really good player, three. He can play. Three missed a couple games during the uh, earlier in the season. He came back, mm-hmm. scored on. they got a solid running back room, bro. Yes, like plenty. Of, there were those; those were the two best running backs we played against last year, and to this point, same this year. Like yeah, they're they're going to run hard. They're going to they're, they're patient. They're, they're they both they're very similar. So it's like when one goes out, you are getting the same thing with the mm-hmm. other one. So it's just really just understanding like how to play as like as a collective group, and really just honing in on whatever it is uh, that play is, or whatever shoot calls, and making sure we do it to a team, honestly. The Halloween party. We, so traditionally, we're supposed to have the Halloween party, the Thursday of the bye week, but everybody was so ready to go. Like, we just forgot about it. So we tried to throw it Saturday night. Saturday night doesn't really work. Everybody, because people were still at Frat Beach. Everybody was either still at Frat Beach or still, like, trying to come back. So we were trying to throw it at Papa Smiles' house. Didn't really work, so everybody just goes downtown. We have a good time, then we came back. I think we tried to do like a little after party, but everybody was so tired. We just man, we just yeah, I stayed at the house that night. After games, it's just like I want to just sit there and do nothing. Like I want to go out and have fun, but it's just like most of the time, like it's just not the same anymore. Like you know, when you first get here, you're just so ready to like to just let your let Hell, your over getting old. Yeah, but it's, yeah, we bro, I I realized that so much. Like I was walking from from bones. I was talking with, Uh um, yeah. We we're, were talking about um, just like how I've been over how I've been here, and he was like, "Yeah, n- uh, not traveling most time. Uh, tra- freshmen don't travel to games, so just being being at the being at the dorm, not really getting to enjoy the." Game, I'm like, "Bro, trust me. I, I was there at one point in time. Like, you're gonna you're gonna be the older guy here in uh, ne- next year or two, and it's gonna be a freshman that's saying the same thing. Like, dang, I don't get to go to the game. I don't, I don't get to do this, that, that, that." But it's just like it all comes with time. Like, then you get older, and you're like, damn, I don't want to make a two hour flight right now. Literally, <laughs> like, and, and you just see how fast like time really goes, well, bro. I feel like, like I just moved in yesterday. No cap. Like, like I feel like I just got hurt. So like yesterday. we just feel like we just won the first natty like not too long ago, and it's it's crazy that I'm already like I'm about to graduate next month. About to graduate college next month. Like it's that's what, wild. Like time has really flown by, bro. It does fly by. It's like. I'm like, because all these young – I call them – all the freshmen, I just call them young bulls. Yeah. And they're like, how do you do it? I was like, trust me. There's, like, no thinking about it. It just happens. And yeah. I was like, you're going to be here in your fourth year, and you're just like, damn. Like, I was just a freshman, I felt like, yesterday. You know, you'll be going into your, your, your third dog time. You're like, damn, where, the, where did the first two go? Your third, your fourth, third, fourth fall camp, and you're like, golly. Maybe you're telling – yeah – it, but just, now you're getting all the reps. Yeah. So, you're going to tell them, just get to, the first, get to the first Wednesday. Get to the first Wednesday, you get a break, then just get to the See, Sunday. that's the thing. During fall camp, we have a break, a day off in the middle. And everybody's, like, thing is like, oh, we got to make it to the end. We got to make it to the end. No, no you got to make it to that first Wednesday. Make to the first Wednesday. After that first Wednesday, <laughs> it's all downhill from there. Oh, because, like, practice like, – because the first five to six practices are going to be long. Because you you're going to be meeting in the morning, walk through, break, practice. Another break, meetings. So this is going to doom, 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 doom for five days straight. Then you then have like a couple hours break, come back. Then everything is really just more fast-paced. Now it we're starting like, That Wednesday off just gives you like that hit. You're just like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. Golly, fall camp. Crazy thing, bro, these past two Tuesdays have been like electric. Like, I don't know what it, I don't know what's gotten into us, but like, our Tuesday practices have emphasized the bloody part of the bloody Tuesday. Like, Bobby, this Tuesday, <laughs> like, we're hitting. I'm talking about I, it, was a, it was a little scramble in the middle of team run. Oh. <laughs> we're running, trying to catch the dude. And, like, all I see is Coach Smart in the middle of six big humans trying to, like, no, no. Do you feel no, me push you? No. Yeah. <laughs> you and Dylan, Dylan's like, come on, come on, come in. push come you me. Just because I saw it was you, <laughs> I just pushed you in the and back. And it's like, and it's like, most of the time we're not even mad, bro. We're, we're not. It's we're just like it's just to give, like, to get energy at practice. And most of the time it's like some guys don't want to be out there, and it's like, and when but stuff like that, that happens, happens you want to like, be out. Oh, there. everybody's like hype. Turned to okay, let's go. But like I said let's last go. week, the best like team runs periods aren't when the defense just smokes the offense. The offense just smokes the defense. It's like. When it's back and forth, yeah, like when like when office has one good play, defense has one play. Hey, we got some visitors. Hey, (laughs) but yeah, that's that's like picture. That's always the best part. (laughs) Office has a big play. Defense defense might get a sack. Office might have a screen. It might go for sixty. Come right back. We might get a batted ball. Just just stuff like that. It's it's those. That's what makes the practices much better because it's like it's back and forth, just like a game, just like a game. And it's like, we do that at practice. Like, we all get into it, and then we're back to, like, best friends in the locker room, like nothing ever happened. Right back. Like, I remember my freshman year, me and Vontae got into it and at practice, and, like, I didn't really know, like, how things worked yet. Yeah. It was my first fall camp here, and we got into it. Or it might have been – yeah, it was freshman year. Yeah, it was Me, camp, me yeah. and Vontae got into it, and I didn't really know how things worked. And then he, like, walks up to me in the locker room. And I'm like, oh, God, here we go. And he just, like, walks up and, like, daps me up. And I was like – Okay. Yeah, like that's how it is. You know what really put things in perspective? We were in Bones the other day, and and Collier was singing "Allegations" by uh, by Pooh Seisty. I was like, nobody yeah, else in the country. she went to Athens Academy. She's a private school kid. <laughs> so, it's, her singing that is, she's Bro. a Swifty, like she calls herself. Like I, it was, it was. The, we got in a screaming match that. Taylor Swift wasn't as famous as Beyonce. Beyonce's Beyonce's famous now. I know. But Taylor I Swift. I said it's in, I said now it's in relevancy because it's in your line of work now. Yeah. Before all this happened, she wasn't. Just like just like we're 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 a lot different from a lot of teams. Like mm-hmm. we're so tight knit. Like we can like say things and do things that a lot. I feel like a lot of teams just. I tell don't. people all the time: if you sat in our offensive line meeting, you'd think we all hate each other. You know how our offense line is. Yeah. Oh, we're sitting there, like, making fun of each other. And, like, there's sometimes it's used to sit there and you're like, okay, like, that might be a little too far. Making fun just... of says beard, making fun of Mims' dreads. And then we all end up turning on Lou at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Trust and Coach Searles, oh, my God. they in practice. He, he told – what did he tell Trust the other day? He said, Trust, you don't got to worry about it. I'm on Tate's case today. I heard him – I was just like – Oh he said God. he said, Trust, just do whatever you want today. He said, It's all Tate's
1: fault. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but like that that's another like I can walk up to Coach Searle's office at any point in the day and literally sit there and talk about whatever. You know. Like me and his high school are playing this week. And I told him today, I said, Darlington wins you're wearing a Darlington shirt on Monday. He said, All right, only if you wear a trying shirt on Monday. I said you got a deal. That's like the that's like when you get in the league and yep. your old teams weigh each other. Yep. But we always mess around. He said he said, This is our biggest rival. I said, Coach, you weren't a rival until this year. I said we kicked y'all's ass every year. I was at high school. Mm-hmm. And then we got another kid from Darlington, Gus. And Gus oh, I didn't know I didn't know Gus went to. Yeah, Gus went to Darlington. And we never played together. I don't think we did. Uh yeah, we never played together. But then I'll be like sitting there talking to Coach Searles about it. Gus will be <laughs> chubby, like, damn right, Coach. <laughs> no, bro, when he did Bobo in the uh freshman skit, he did him so like to the T. He was like, "Yeah, cause we do that every night." He was like, "We're talking about uh, Drew's uh, snaps No, <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> we snap at the house every night. We snap at
1: the house every night.
0: Oh my gosh! CFP rankings. Did you see it on Tuesday night? No, I didn't watch it. I didn't. Even, I didn't know was happening. I I just I'm seen the ticker. I just seen the ticker come down on my phone, and it says Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State. And whoever else is at the end, I, I really didn't. But I was just like, okay, this is going to get brought up in a team meeting. So I just didn't even look. But fun fact, did you know that only two of the people who started off at number one and since the college football playoffs, playoffs have came out, uh, started won it? Fun fact. Right. Uh, us and – I think it was – was it Bama? Bama, Bama maybe. Made. Oh, LSU. 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 Yeah. So it was the only two. And it's yeah. just like, man, like, Okay, we understand everybody wants us to lose. Like, we, we get that. We totally – Hunter – We got a like, target on our back. Like, it, if you win – Like <laughs> – If you win two national championships in a row, I don't care what team you play for, where you're from, you got a target on your back. You no. win however many straight you guys have won in a row. What – is it 25 now? 25 at this point, yeah. The only reason I know that is because that Florida offensive line and brought it up. Oh, just like – oh, I was going to say that. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know it we were was, 24 at 0 or whatever. And then he said – I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. It was the last drive that I that I played – I just came out and it was like a TV timeout or somebody had got hurt. So he's still standing on the field. And I was like, Yeah, 24-0, about to be 25 in the next like 12 minutes. He was like, Yeah. Came to him after the game. He was like, Yeah, bro, I just said it. I had to give my team some kind of confidence. I'm like, Confidence? What, false like, claim and confidence. Like, what kind of confidence <laughs> is that? Like, not until they play. Like, I mean, I understand, like, you're trying to hype your team up, but like, don't go to the extreme of giving people like bullets and board material. Like, But realistically, at the end of the day, the only thing number one gives you is picking where you get to
1: play. As long yeah. as you're there. Yeah. The social media teams for Ohio State. Yeah. All the, all the four different ones. I forget who. But it was like the Dogfather or something on, uh, on Twitter posted mm-hmm.
0: it. But it was, you know, like Ohio State posted, you know, number one. Ohio uh, State, Michigan, and FSU. FSU it. posted it. just like <laughs> Bloody Tuesday. Bloody Tuesday it was bunch of... no. Yeah. Yeah. But that was, yeah. I don't know. It, like I said, as long as you're in the top four. As long as you are in the question, like yeah, as long as you are in the conversation you're... about it, like you are doing something one right, or four, you are doing I something can... right. You are doing, yeah, you are doing something right. It doesn't matter as long as you get a shot at it. You are there, but I mean, it's it's like like we really don't like it's just like last year when they like we, we played Tennessee, they moved us to three, they moved them to one. Like I don't I don't think I heard anybody talk about it until like right before the game, and it was just to like give people motivation of uh, oh, like it, I don't think after they did it was it Tuesday night yeah I don't think I heard anything about it on Wednesday in our facility like it's just like it's not something that we're just driven by like we understand that we're the we're the team that's like this hunting right now, but we're like we're going out and hunting people too like we're not just gonna sit back and just like like we're just we're gonna come back we're gonna come at you so control the controllables exactly
1: I think a lot of people think that like you guys just you guys care more about that like like they make it a big production on t v and and they put you guys at, at two, and, and I think a lot of people out there are like, "Oh, what you know? What do the players think about this? Like, does this give them like a bunch of motivation?" And actuality, it's like you guys just care us. You guys just play football every
0: week and try yeah. to do your best every week, literally. Like them putting us at number two, I don't think has any effect on our approach, because like our offensive line, two weeks ago, we're about to play Vandy on Monday night. We're in there till ten thirty watching film. On them, and we do that every Monday. So like, oh, they ranked us number two. That's not like, oh, we need to go prepare more or anything like that. It's like, no, we're just gonna keep doing what we're doing. Right. Yeah, you keep it in the back of your mind, but like, it's yeah. like, it's like, the, like those things you think about, like when it's like, this the third and ones. And like, no, you and don't and like, one, being like disrespected. But yeah, yeah. It's like at the same time, there's no point in just letting it eat you alive. Oh, we're not number one. Oh, we're gonna show you where we're number one. Get this first down right here. Then we're gonna score. Like that. Like I think about it, like stuff like that. Like at those type of times, like mm. the small like. But the just stuff like that, but yeah, I don't go out there and like try to miss a block. Like I'm not, I'm not going out there. Like I don't go out there. I'm like, ooh, on this play, I'm gonna miss this block. (laughs) Like I'm not, I'm not going out there trying to like get pushed 13 yards off the block. Like come on, bro. What? (laughs) Matthew, you want to
1: introduce yourself? You're from here. So I'm from Canton, Georgia. Um, lived here for the past. This is year number three now. Mm -hmm. Fall number three now. So, I mean, I followed football about as well as, as I can. Tate, one question that I wanted to ask you was, especially given everything that happened in the offseason, they hand out the honors of putting 77 on every week for some offensive mm-hmm. alignment. Is, is there any extra emotion that goes into getting the honors of that and what's it like? Definitely. Um, I'm wearing it this week again,
0: and the first time I wore it, I walked, I, like, forgot about it. Like, they told us that that Friday who was wearing it, it was me, and I walked into our locker room, and I, like, saw his jersey, saw the 77, my name on it, and I, like, I'm not going to lie, I teared up a little bit. Like, I got a tattoo for him, and so he's he's always, like, with us. We got a picture of him in our offensive line room, and there's not many days that, like, that, there aren't any days that we go by not thinking about him. So, um, yeah, I think it's separating, not seeing it as pressure, but as, like, an honor because you can't go out there thinking, like, oh, I'm, I'm wearing Dev's number, I got to go out there and play perfect. It's like it's an honor to wear his number and I'm gonna go out there and, and do exactly that. So I think it's kind of yeah, it's it's really sad what happened and it affected all of us and still does to this day. But it's uh it's honoring him at the end of the day and it's
1: uh, I really like it. I think it's really cool. It's it's something that from an outsider's perspective, it was it was really good to see kind of the team to come together, especially the offensive line group. Yeah. And, uh have that tradition. And then Zion This one's more game-oriented here, but Brady Cook has been really good on third down. I think I saw somewhere Jonathan Williams post something for Sports Illustrated, and Brady Cook has eight touchdowns on third down. And I know third down, big down, especially against a team with playmakers that Missouri has. Mm -hmm. Is there any added emphasis or anything throughout the week in practice on third down and stopping those guys in the secondary?
0: No, not really third down,
1: uh, per se. Um
0: we know third down is one probably are one of our strong suits right now. And they're they're very uh, they're very good in uh, third down as well. Um he's he's been playing out, out of his mind this uh this season. Uh him, his receivers, Luther, um, Theo, uh their their backs been playing very well. Uh their coaches have been putting them in great positions, uh, to, to ball. So um he's really just showing like what kind of player he really is. But our our biggest thing is trying to fix our red area because our red area is, is shits right now. I think Mike Hill called it frustrating. Yeah, it's 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 like because when you look at our defense, we're we're so good in different areas. Like in so many areas, where we're either one, two, three, one, two. Three, but when you get down there, we're 124th. Like like people really don't they don't get down there a lot. But when they do, they score. Yeah. So it's like it's so frustrating because most of the time we we stop teams from from even getting down there but when they do it's like off of a long pass or off of a long run so they try to like hurry up get to the line and score so i really don't, it's not it hasn't been a big emphasis on third down just i think i'll probably say the red area like from our point of view like for third down you know you're good on third down right you're good on first and second down Facts. makes it a lot third and four a lot easier than third and 10 yeah, so i think As an offense, we do a good job of staying out of those third and long situations, and I think that's why we're so good on third down because we're both, what, top five? Yeah, top five. In the country on third downs. So, y'all do a really good job of keeping teams behind the sticks, and we do a really good job of staying in front of them. Yeah. So, I think that's kind of how it plays in from both perspectives. That's where it goes back to when I say, like, from first down, if they get three or less, like, that's a win for our defense as a whole. Mm -hmm. The second down is second and seven or second and eight. Now you, you, now you get game, a TFL, yeah. it's it's back to second and tw- third and 12. Now it's third and 11. So you, now you can really pin your ears back and go. Because I and remember what Bobo came into the offensive meeting and pointed somebody out, I don't remember who it was, in the offensive meeting room, they're like, so, he's like, so, so, and so, how are you good on third down? And I start going on this long, like, trying tried to explain it. I said, wrong. He said, you're good on first and second. I said, <laughs> <that>? <laughs> it Didn't I think Coach Martin asked, asked Dill. He was like. He tried to go in the long screen. He was like, no, just read it for and second. He's like, just look at the screen. Win first sick and second down.
1: And that's what, say, especially early in the year, I think Bobo and Beck both got a lot of hate that, personally, when I watched the games, I didn't understand it. and fully get it. I know there was a lot of old people, older, middle-aged crowd, that were really vocal about their displeasure with Bobo. Uh-huh. Before. They weren't happy with it after that. Does that frustrate y'all? Definitely. hear that stuff? You see it and you
0: hear it. It's hard not to. I mean, they're talking about your offense and your coach. So, like, playing for Coach Bobo and know how hard he works and everything, and especially with Carson. I lived with Carson for three years up until this year. Seeing how hard Bobo works to put in the right game plan and put us in the right positions. And at the end of the day, it's he can call whatever he wants. we got to execute. Um, and a lot of that was just one or two people messing up every every play. Like, up front, we'd have a tackle for loss, and it's four people doing their job great and one person not. And it was like we'd we'd take turns doing that, and I think it kind of took a little bit to get that under control and kind of gel that as an offense. But, yeah, I think it does frustrate people because it's your coach. Um, You see what he does day in and day out, so you respect it. And same thing with Carson. Carson's taking full control of this offense and I think has gotten more comfortable, especially now. I'm sure people can tell that. But – yeah, it, it
1: it definitely makes you mad. Yeah. That's what you guys looked, especially these last couple of weeks, a lot more coherent on offense mm-hmm. together as a group, I guess, just from an outsider's perspective. And it's silenced a lot of those people that were – Definitely. Carson's thrown for over 300 yards in how many games now? All of them? Almost. Four, four or five.
0: Yeah. Four straight, at least. I think it's five straight. It? So Carson's definitely stepped into that role. And I think – which we all knew what kind of quarterback he was. He just oh, he can pick a sling. Like him. he He's just didn't have the reps and the like because like they 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 wanted they definitely wanted to stay loyal to Stett because that mm-hmm. he'd been here, gone, came back, and like I, I really think he learned from Stett, Like and he was never he was never the guy that was mad about Stett, like Stett playing over him. Like he really like adopted that role of being the guy who who could like who Stett could lean mm-hmm. on. Like because they came off the field and I've seen them talking all the time. Him him Brock. Gunner instance and, and they all like would like sit beside each other and talk. So, really, uh, he really molded himself over the past couple years, and and now you're seeing now he's uh, done a really his good labor. job, especially his past couple weeks of taking control of the offense. Yeah, I made him so mad today. Speaking of wish so I don't know if y'all saw it, but that draw play that he got stopped on like the five, and we in another one today and said, got mad at him for not going to left. The left. I went up the car, so I said. I said we're running all these stats and design plays for you. <laughs> he, got, he didn't like that one. He said, "Bro, I'm mobile." I said, "If you were mobile, you'd have scored a Florida. <laughs> I'm like, "I'm like, why did he not do-? like?" And it's and it's like it's different because we're not in his shoes, so it's like he he might have seen something different. Yeah, like, that's what Coach Charles says. It's easy because I got the clicker, but yeah, like most of the time, like you you're you're not in his head. You don't he might have been thinking, "Oh, if if I set him up this way, that's what he was thinking." Yeah. so. But I mess with him like
1: that because we have that kind of relationship, so I can. Yeah. But And lastly, Zion, and the y'all talked about comparison, like with Stett the last couple of years, now to Carson, is you've had 2021, you had N'Kobe and Jordan, all those guys about the defense, Channing, who's a third-round pick, and you roll it every year. It's a different defense, and they're like, I hear a lot of the, they're not the same they were on defense. It doesn't feel like a fair comparison. What do you try to be, just every week in and week out? What are y'all year to year? Um, just the just the standard of Georgia defense, just standard of Georgia football. Period.
0: Um, uh, I know as a front, we we haven't stopped the run to our to our standard. Like it was, it's been it's been points in a game that teams might have had forty yards, and we're like, yes, and they have a long run for thirty five, and now it's now they're sitting at seventy seven yards. You're like. Like what is going on? And they have another one. That, and now they, now they finally cracked a hundred. You're like, they ain't pissed to drop all day. now they have two big runs. Now they're yeah, sitting they're, over a hundred. Yeah. So it's like, like we're playing, we're playing really good. But it's like at times, like it might be one misfit, one one guy like was like a step too late. Now he's about to hit his head on a goalpost. But it's just playing to the Georgia standard. Not really listening to the to the rap poison, like Coach Smart says. Just really staying true to who we are because. Everybody's going to have an opinion about us. Um, we're, we're the back-to-back nat- natty champs, so everybody's going to have something to say. But and you know, it, the only opinions that really truly matter are the people who's in that building that goes that goes to work every day and who sits in those meetings, sits in those seats, and, and really understands and, and, and grasping the game plan. I agree, especially the rushing yard part. Bro, we, I get like, so mad at like, time. Oh, every time. Every time I look up, I'm just like – We look up, so look at us like, hey, boys, we're getting out rushed now. And we got there and tried to change it. Like Auburn, I was I was pissed the entire day. But like as soon as we got back, <laughs> you're telling me. So like as, so, <laughs> as soon as, as soon as we got back, like we really watched the film. We we're like, dang, we really played good. But they it was literally just Two, couple, a couple plays. a couple misfits. Like a guy was just like a second too late. So it's you know it's it, it's just it's the like football like coaches get paid to 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 make up to make plays for put their team in position to make plays. So it's like they get paid they get paid to do a job. Like just like our coaches get paid to do a job. So just, I've done my best job of trying to erase that Auburn game from my memory. <laughs> Lord, that was a rough day for old sixty nine out there. Then Coach Smart gave me media the, the Monday after the Auburn game and I was like, you've got to be kidding. He walked out of the media, room he said, sorry to do it to you. Like, you gotta be kidding me. Like So uh, what would you say about your play against Auburn? I was like I just sat there. I was like Here we go. (laughs) But I've improved. A lot. I said I will hopefully not let that get – knock on wood. I will not let that game happen again. I got you, buddy. But, yeah. So, speaking of bad games, this is – we have a segment called Trench Talk. It's something that hasn't gone very well for you in the past month, week. (laughs) It never has. I'm a negative person. (laughs) (laughs) It was started with Tate. Tate is the Tate is the culprit of why trash talker started. So yeah, I'm, I'm a pretty negative. Oh, I th- I'm positive. I just come off as negative. I just say a bunch of things that probably shouldn't be said to the general public. Yeah, um, yeah. But I've always been. People always say like, you always got to take something I say with a grain of salt. You have to. Like yes, yeah, it just has to, to have be to. that way. Or you like me. <laughs> but. but my Trench talk this week has nothing to do with my feelings or anything. I went to buy a rifle on Monday. Academy had it in stock. I've been looking for this one. Haven't been able to find it online to order it, to send it to a FFA dealer so I could pick it up. So Academy had it. I go in 20 minutes after they open. Walk back to their their gun section. Guy's sitting there buying it. Last one? I said, when will y'all get another one? I said, is he buying that rifle? He said, yeah, he is. I said, oh, great. He said, when will y'all get another one? He said, we probably won't. He said, this one was bought from another Academy and returned here. Never been shot. He said... But we probably won't get another one. So I was not happy about that. that was, that's a- and then the other place that had the same gun I wanted, just not in the right caliber, they had it in 300 Win Mag, which is a really big bullet. Uh-huh. It's a really light gun. So my shoulders are already not well as they are. So I t- <laughs> like to keep them as yeah. best as possible. And shooting that gun would not be enjoyable. But that's definitely my trench talk. My trench talk. Last week you didn't have one. Probably just Getting up at The crack of dawn To work out on Wednesday Like My days are all- it. it already gets started early And then I don't have class on Wednesdays now So I'm there at 8.30 to work out When I could just sleep on it To whatever I want like. So it's like And then I have to I have to pick up Because I don't get to go back home So it's like I work out Then I got to go right to class So it's like I have to pick out What, I'm, what I got to wear Y'all we should see Zelo's On Tuesdays and Thursdays I walk into the facility Meeting started at two 2 <laughs> ten. <2:10. laughs> I walk into the facility at 145 or 150. Some days they might tell us, oh, you got a meeting with Coach, uh, like the leadership group has a meeting with Coach Smart at 155. How am I supposed to get ready for this meeting in five Zilla minutes? Zilo walks in the training room and I always gets spatted like 10, 15 minutes before meetings. Zilo walks in there, just drops his cleats, and he's just sitting there like this. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> he's like, what's wrong? I'm like, long day. Don't ask. <laughs> Sitting, then, I, I love my sign language class, but sitting in one spot for an hour and 15 minutes, like not saying a, a word, then having to go sit in meetings for two hours, then, then go to practice is not fun. And it's, and it's on the worst day. The worst Tuesday. Because I remember they were scheduling my class, and they're like, hey, we have this class that starts at like one, or uh, it's a later class. It starts at like, what is it, 1250 does it start? 1245. 1245. And they were like... Do you want to say I was like, No, do not put me in that class. Like, do not. They were like, why not? I was like, if you want me to go to that class, do not put it on my schedule. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was Would you rather practice in the morning or in the evening? Oh, because I know Tennessee practices in the morning. Mm. And I talked I am friends with one of their centers. Or two of their centers actually. But I talked to this one center, his name's Addison Nichols. And he said that they practice in the morning, they start meetings. They have, like, a little bit – they have, like, a shorter meeting at, like, 7. Okay. And then they go practice. And then they go back to their day, and then they have meetings at, like, 5. <laughs> but – and it's, like, our pre-practice meetings. That's what they have at night. Yeah. And then they're done. But he said, like, if you don't have class, like, you're just chilling until meetings. It's, like, you get it over with. So, I'll say this. Earlier months of the season, give it to me in the morning. Yeah. That heat. Yeah. But – I like, I like, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't like, I would not want to practice, like, like this time right now, I would not want to practice in the morning. Oh, no. No. Not at all. We would be in the indoor every day. There's nothing worse. We got to go outside. Than pulling and hitting somebody when you're cold. (laughs) Everything hurts worse, especially when you're getting old. Started to feel my age lately. But I think I'd stick with it in the afternoons. Now, it's our complete opposite. So fist pump feature of the week. Oh, actually, Matthew, do you have a trash talk? I had a pretty good week, so why well, not maybe this one. Bobby, you got one? Bobby does have one. Yeah, he do. I, so Bobby, right.
1: We talks does. right. about it at dinner. I gotta drive four hours to Charlotte tonight. Yeah. I'm running my yeah. half marathon Saturday. So I have two trips You're trash a talks. better man than me. Half marathon Saturday morning. It's gonna be thirty seven degrees, I think. Thank you. So, you know. Not looking
0: forward. If you ever see me running outside of Buttsmere Heritage Hall In our UGA football practice facility <laughs> Call the cops because somebody's chasing me <laughs> <laughs> oh, You're a better man than I am <laughs> It's going to be cold man It's going to be cold I'm not looking forward to it So uh, praying for yeah. you man 13 miles But now on to the complete opposite Which is the fist bump feature of the week Which is something positive or good that's happening in your weekend I-, I got mine right now So I bought this jacket It's a Peter Millar jacket High quality jacket. Very comfortable. I'd recommend it to anybody. But... Peter Moir, sponsor him. Please. Y'all, y'all are expensive. <laughs> uh, I was feeling around in my pocket the other day. And I was like, what is this in my pocket? I just got this jacket. It it's a bottle opener. In the pocket. In the jacket? In the jacket. It's attached. Yeah. It's pretty sick. Yeah. If I could have had this when I was like going to bonfires all the time, that would have been elite. And this is elite. This is game changer. Yeah, you won't be getting rid of that jacket anytime soon. Nope. I mean, how many times have you needed a bottle up and didn't have one? You got one now. That's but that's definitely my fist pump feature. Quite, quite convenient. My fist pump probably getting to talk to my goddaughter on uh, Halloween. She was Minnie Mouse. She was bouncing off the wall. She had <laughs> my, my, my my boy said she had uh, a Twix. Uh, a a piece of his airhead and some starburst. And I, when I say I called her and she like she did a cartwheel. It well, like you showed me that video, she's adorable. <laughs> oh yeah. She did a cartwheel. This she was like rolling all over the ground. Did you ever get a Halloween present? No. This girl's so spoiled she have oh, she man. got a Halloween she never go- present. <laughs> her dad ain't never gonna be able to tell her no literally like she, she last, and then last week she got like three pair of shoes and she wanted to wear them all right out of the store she didn't want to wait I'm like girl you are spoiled to death but I love her though spoiled it's my girl I feel like it's hard not to spoil her kid yeah. to a certain extent because hey, I know I will because that's what my dad says he's like he was like for me it's always been easier to tell you no than my sister he was like you won't, he said you won't understand until you have one of your own he's like yeah, he said it's just different. Yeah. got a fist bump?
1: I'll be calling uh, high school playoff games. That's pretty cool. Play-by-play for some first Georgia high school playoff, NFHS network, so. it's sure. Pretty cool. cool. Matthew, you got one? It's, it's pretty small, but early, I wake up every morning, monster, every morning, just routine, and I run low. And what flavor? White, generally. My man. White my gray. man. Oh, my man. It's beautiful. White monster's the way to uh, go. Yeah. But I I woke up to a text from my mom one morning this week, and she's like, "They were on sale, and it was just a delivery information of a pack of monsters." That was they got here today. Gotta love that's that's great. Like, like, Gotta love mom. Yes, that, like that right is I that is like, amazing. Geez, I'm was a B. I am I do not know if you know this, but I'm like a caffeine enthusiast, oh, dude. I I think I average probably like one and a half a day at least. So will.
0: Now and you've never
1: to... drinking coffee? No, never drinking coffee a day in my life. You never.
0: <sighs> was like, I used to hear like no, that uh, actually like yeah. energy drinks uh, as a whole like just stunted your growth. So it was like, uh. so like, I always always wanted to be tall. Heard, but I always I wanted to be are. tall. <laughs> I always wanted to be tall. So it was like okay, let me stay away from those. Like I, I took a fire round energy once, and I was like, man, I'm not gonna grow it anymore. <laughs> like, dang. I remember, uh shoot, co- I started drinking coffee probably like eighth grade year. Freshman year of high school, and uh, just have never looked back. And since I've gotten here, it's only gotten progressively worse. And I've always been like a self starter too, so it was like I'm not. I'll, I'll need some. i need some music. And I've always been like a morning person. So. I'm like a lawn mower. You, you gotta
1: prime me a couple times. <laughs> yeah,
0: prime me a couple times. Now the I'd say the consensus favorite segment is our
1: blind draft. Blind. We're doing giraffe. home appliances. Yeah, we got home appliances today, boys. Um, this one's gonna get interesting because obviously. I feel like there's a lot of disparity between what's your favorite home appliance, because a lot of these are necessities, right? Yeah. First one we got is a microwave. Oh,
0: oh, I'm going to go two, because I know what I want to put at my one, and I, I don't I do know two. if you have it on your list. I, I hope he has it on here. So I'm going to go microwave put it at two, too. I'll probably put it at two.
1: Coffee maker.
0: One. There it is. Five. There it is. I don't one that's what i was saving it for drink coffee I, that's what i was saying when you said you hope sounds like mine yours
1: are completely yeah. different i was about to say i i i thought i would know it, it may not be on this list but i think maybe i know which one you're talking about third one here is r- the refrigerator the three
0: that's where i keep my cold snacks three so two three five right now so you got one two and three already cold snacks is beer for those of you <laughs> four we got oven five four Please tell me you have what I'm thinking for, for the last one. Five is washing machine. Four. Were were you thinking shower? No. I was thinking oh. air fryer. Oh, Bobby. I like Come that. on. I'm completely content with my list. I yeah, I I threw Z like loop. I just knew I just knew he was probably gonna like he was gonna say air fryer. I I I I just knew it, but it is what it is. Speaking of showers, there's a couple kids I know that need to make that their favorite appliance. <laughs> bad, bad. Talking you, know about guys I'm talk- you know who I'm talking to I'll point camera the camera not you. They, <laughs> they know exactly what we're talking about I guess that's the way to end it tonight. <laughs> that is the way to end it tonight but Matthew we appreciate having you on it's always fun it's been a pleasure once again hit the like button hit subscribe leave a comment if you want to and we're out of here deuces